Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. So, on a fail, you are no longer able to use reactions, your speed is cut in half, and you can't make more than one attack on a turn. No. In addition, you can either take an action or a bonus action, but not both. This effect's going to last for one minute or until you make the saving throw, which you can repeat at the end of each of your turns. Oh, fuck. Right off. Hey, this is Kent, your Dungeon Master. Do you make stuff for 5e tabletop role-playing games? Maybe it's content like a new monster, an item, new spell even. Or possibly you make other stuff for 5e games. Miniatures, maps, whatever. Our podcast is opening up sponsorships for your business. And we want to help you advertise what you have and give it a first-hand experience by players for players. So contact us on our Facebook page at the LARP channel or email us directly dragonbornwarlock at gmail.com and let us help you. For our listeners, we, uh, we had a scheduling issue that happened at the last minute. So we're doing a one-off tonight that exists in the same realm as all the other podcast stories we've done. But this is a totally different group of players, or not players, same players, <laughs> yeah, different okay. group of characters taking on a completely different mission. The only similarities is it still exists in the Great Sea. Uh, Cedriel is still the contact, and these characters are, as all the other characters have been, members of the Adventurers Guild. Um, one little side thing that I wanted to talk about, because I was really excited, I've wanted to see this for years now. You know how Google does Google Maps and there's a vehicle that drives around and does like street view and everything? I've always wanted to see what the vehicle looks like. Oh, it looks really funny. Yeah. Well, this one looked actually really, really original. Like I didn't even realize. I was I went to the diner in downtown, got lunch, walked around, played Pokemon Go, and then got in my vehicle to get ready to leave. And I looked to see if anybody's coming past me so I could pull out of the parallel park spot I was in. I turn, I see this car with this weird stand thing on top, and I look and I see Google Street View. I'm like, oh yeah, what? <laughs> so assuming that that thing was recording and those pictures actually get posted to uh, <laughs> Google Maps, look hilarious. Street View is going to have a picture of me in my SUV with a wide-eyed, jaw-dropping look, staring straight at the camera. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Glorious. I, I did this in a live video, but I'm going to say it again for our listeners. If I find that picture, I'm screenshotting it and posting it to the Facebook page. Because <laughs> why not? That's just too freaking hilarious. Google famous. So before we get into this, because we only got about two and a half hours to do it, um, we're going to go around real quick and let everybody introduce their one-off, one-night, 18th level holy shit, what the hell did I decide to do characters? <laughs> I'll just start with you. Alright, so I am playing Millicent Grimwald. Um, she is a Circle of the Stars druid. Um, she is also a mousekin, so I decided to go with the mousekin um, race because it was just mm-hmm. really fun. So she is tiny. Um, she is a specifically a pink-nosed mousekin. 
um, in uh, it was Pink Nose and I think Long Tail were the two uh, sub races mm-hmm. in um, Long Tail or Short Tail, one of the two. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, Pink Nosed Mousekin um, are a little bit higher in charisma. Uh, as a druid, you know, wisdom is my stat. So, anyways, um, Melisin's backstory is as a Mousekin, they don't typically have. Um, they're travelers, they're wanderers. They kind of have a bit of a wander list. So she has uh, found herself in, or in Great Haven today. Is that where we're at? You guys are starting in Great Haven. So she has found herself in Great Haven and she's sort of fallen into um, a fortune telling trade. And so she, her day job is a, uh, a fortune teller. And so she uses her powers of the stars and her charismatic personality to, um, you know, make a little profit that she then donates to the local orphanage because she Aww. wants children to have a home and a foundation that she she never quite had herself. Given the characters I've seen you play in the past, this is very, very different from your altruistic. So this is a picture I found for Millie, for short. So Millicent is very tiny. Um, I think she's all of 14 <laughs> inches tall oh, and weighs like four pounds. Um, she wears a very uh, speckled robe with stars and flowers kind of all intertwined. And um, her, seen this <laughs> her robe has some very specific bright um, shining stars <laughs> around the collar that look more like gems than, than like a pattern. Uh, yeah, this the, minus the beard. The mini, <laughs> the mini that Kent found is almost perfect. Well, Dugan found it. Dugan found it. Yeah, I showed it to you. Uh, so yeah, Millie is excited to uh, to go out and adventure again, um, and perhaps make a little coin that she can donate to, to the orphanage. So I have a quick question. Hmm. When when Millie talks, is she gonna sound like Mickey Mouse? Oh, I can't oh do boy! I can't do Mickey Mouse, but she will probably sound like Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I like that. Uh, all right, your turn. All right, I am playing an elf that goes by the name. Well, his enemies call him the Baron of Gore. Nice, but nice. But everyone else else just calls him Anton. (laughs) Uh, Okay. His last name is Gorman, so kind of tracks. Yeah. Um, he is an eldritch knight. Uh, he just loves killing. He just goes around. He just kills, kills. Uh, he found out uh, pretty much right away. There's only, there's certain things you are allowed to kill and certain things you are not allowed to kill. So uh, he kind of follows that kind of societal. Uh, you're not allowed to kill this, but you're allowed to kill this sort of thing. So he kind of he's more along the lines of a mercenary bounty hunter. Um, you know, there's like a layer of kobolds that need to be taken or trolls that or whatever if, there, if, there, if there's a cave of something uh he he will go in and just kill them all because uh, he just loves killing pretty much he found his calling and he leaned into it yeah oh my gosh anton, that's what we're calling you anton. yeah anton gorman oh gosh okay <laughs> nice and last but not least I would be playing Professor Heinrich Lickage. I love Professor it Heinrich is a blood hunter. He's uh, been initiated into the Blood Hunter uh, Guild, 
and through studious uh, alchemical studies, he has uh, developed some mutagens for himself that have allowed him to take on certain aspects of the very fiends in which he hunts, kind of fighting a fire with fire type thing. Uh, unfortunately, one of the side effects of these mutagens has been to unleash a more primal side of Dr. Heimrich Leitage, uh, one that he does not absolutely have control over, and sends him into fits of rage. So he is also a multi-classed barbarian, uh, packed as a beast, particularly. He is an insufferable know-it-all, and uh, he gets more insufferable when he rages and starts wailing on things. What's the level comparison between Blood Hunter oh, uh, and Barbarian? Oh, 14 Blood Hunter and 4 uh, Barbarian. <laughs> I was looking at your stats. Anton has more intelligence than. Uh... Yeah! So, as a know it all, it's going to be kind of frustrating in some instances. He's a know it all in very specific areas, but he wants to make it seem as if he's a know it all in every area. Oh, man. He is not. Alchemy? <laughs> really locked in. Mm hmm. Everything else, eh, he's gonna uh, fake it till he makes it. Makes sense. <laughs> and when someone calls him on it, he just hits him in the mouth with a thirty-three straight. Anton, oh. and then Professor Heimrich Leikage. Yeah, I'm just gonna call you Professor. <laughs> oh, it works. It's literally Jekyll backwards. Oh, I forgot to describe uh, Anton. Uh, he's tall and he's fully armored. You don't know what he looks like. Oh, uh, so he wears a helmet for a mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Heinrich Leikage is a human. He wears no armor, uh, is well dressed, but uh, is ready to be doing uh, alchemical uh, experimentations at, at a moment's notice. Long sleeves, uh, thin clothing to protect himself from some more volatile chemicals. Wow. Just freaking wow. Called by Cedril, mm-hmm. and um, you uh, end up. You, you're familiar with each other. You've probably done a few jobs together, either in pairs or as a group of three or whatever. Given that you guys are level 18, it's pretty obvious you don't need to be running with anybody else with you because you've kind of take. You've been able to hold your own as individuals as well as as a group. Um, that being said, I will say if you wish to have an NPC come with you, that option is available. But <clears throat> that's up to you guys. Um, first meeting starts right at Cedrail's tower. You guys come in the door and you see Cedrail talking to a a Loxodon who um they're talking back and forth at a level of science and magic that most people would find extremely confusing. <laughs> and the Loxodon looks over and goes, Oh, you have visitors. I'm just going to wait over here. 
What are you doing? Hello, hello. We are we're responding um to your call. <laughs> what was it exactly that you were discussing just now? It seemed interesting. A bit rude, just to other people's conversation. Don't you I know? find that fondness is uh, typically a good way to take people off their guard and get the truth of what they're discussing, and also expand one's horizons. Well, it's um, <clears throat> for you guys, it's not going to be as big a deal. I've got another group of people who I'm expecting back, hopefully within the hour. They're investigating some ancient metal, and we recently found a very, very old text that uh, had um, illustrations that looked very familiar. So when they get back, they're going to be joining Quintus here on an expedition to an old ravine where a village is located at. And the village is quite a poor. Mm, magical metallurgy, on the it's other hand. It's still metallurgy. It's a lower science. Okay. <clears throat> But, um, yes, we had uh, somebody contact us from the Old Empyrean requesting help because they are in a stalemate battle against some sort of construct type of creature. They've been able to hold them off, but they've not been able to progress, and these creatures attacking have not been able to progress against them at all. And from what they said, they were able to capture one drain any knowledge of it and learn that there is something creating these constructs here on the material plane with the intent of domination starting in the old Empyrean and then working its way north. Their hope is to try to stop it before it overruns the old Empyrean because if it does there's not a whole lot that the Greenwald or even Black Rift will have. And we're not sure if even Lux's forces from the Golden Archipelago could take it on at that point. So you're being asked to go in and help maybe try to wiggle through the cracks and stop this this thing, whatever it is. I am rather adept at wiggling through cracks. <laughs> He's looking down. I know. That's why I called you. Well, yes, I'm glad that you did. Because we certainly can't have this happen. It would put us all out of business, and then, well, that would just be terrible. <laughs> he said, as part of preparation, I uh, I did grab you guys some stuff in the market town, and he slides a small chest over to you, about the size of a footlocker. It's huge! Inside, there is a set of provisions that will last you a week. There is a tent that is considered large as a, or uh, considered huge as opposed to a standard large tent. So a three by three square space. Not the company. Not the company. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I said that. Um, there's standard sets of clothes all in your guys' size if need be. And then there is a set of potions that are set up in there. They're the uh, greater healing potions. There should be eight of them. <coughs> if you should need them. And then, of course, the chest itself is great for carrying stuff as needed. Um, this is all going to be packed in a small bag of holding for you that one of you guys can carry if you'd like, and then you'll readily have it available to you. Um, I 
outfitted the lock on it to be magical, and it's intended to function for only one of the three of you to just put your hand on, and it'll unlock for you. Hmm. I don't think Millicent here should be the one carrying a sack that's twice the size. Well, I think it would be fine. And she, like, puts her hand in the air to, like, compare it to the size of the lock <laughs> and doesn't even reach <laughs> the full stretch. Oh, yeah, okay. No, no, just touch the front of the chest. And she... Yeah. <laughs> and it opens up. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I guess now we have whoever's going to be unlocking it. He grabs a small little pouch, and as he goes to bring it down to the chest, it reforms an opening the size of the chest and swallows the chest up whole before reverting back to a small pouch. So who's carrying this? Oh, one of them should carry it. Anton, would you be a chap and carry that? Of course. contracted the Adventures Guild for this job also provided us with a unique modified teleportation spell. So if you guys are ready to go, I'm going to activate the scroll and it's going to take you straight to their stronghold and they are expecting you at any time now. Well, I came prepared as always. Not sure about the other two of you. I travel light for a reason. I'm always ready to go on a mission to takes to further my experiments and fund my research. What mm. kind of healing potions did you say were in the uh, bag of holding? Greater healing. I believe that's 66, 8d6. Not d6s, d4s. Yep. Healing potions are always d4s. I'm good to go. Alright. Quintus steps up, uh, stands up and steps over by the stairway, and uh, Cedro opens up the scroll, sets it down, taps it with his staff, points it at the three of you, and the spell travels through his staff from the scroll, hits the three of you as a group, and you just see this whirl of magic go around you, completely obscures your view of the entire surroundings of the tower, and when it vanishes, you find yourself in a think like Roman, Greek, Sparta-style um, barracks. <clears throat> Several elves, um, halflings, and gnomes are all standing there. One of them looks up and goes, Hi. I assume you're the ones that were sent from Greyhaven? Yes. Okay. Well, I appreciate you taking on the job. We really could use the help. We have put together an underground system that leads as close to the compound that these kings have created. Um, we don't want to send too many people in there at the risk of discovery. If we can at least get you guys close to it, then from there you'll be on your own. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to get to the compound where this thing or things are creating these uh, mechanical constructs. But, um, if you guys are ready to go, we'll head out now. <clears throat> so am I to understand that we're to enact an unknown stratagem against an enemy which we have almost no intelligence on in order to infiltrate their enemy lines and take out an unknown source of their origin? Not entirely. 
I can tell you this. The constructed creatures are anything from small-sized creatures to large-sized creatures. Most of them, if you can hit it hard enough, pretty easy to kill. And only a select few of them have an unusual ability against magic. Either to bypass it or to avoid it entirely. <coughs> what are they made out of? Everything from iron and steel to some aspects of... I want to say Nordic gold, but it seems to be harder than Nordic gold. But that being said, we can tell these things came from Mechanus, but we've never seen them like this before. It's as if they've been affected by something else and completely altered. Interesting. Okay, so sneak in, kill the bad guys, go home. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have any known weaknesses? Um, the little ones just hit them really hard and they usually just crumble to pieces. That's the, not a problem. <laughs> the bigger ones work. It's quite impressive. Thank you, Professor. The bigger ones, um, if you... I would highly recommend you avoid poison. And I would highly recommend you avoid attacks with weapons that aren't magical. Duly noted. We don't have a whole lot here that we can additionally supply you with. The hope was you guys would take advantage of the gold we sent in advance to supply yourselves, but if you guys do need anything, we have a little bit here. I believe Sedriel's given us the provisions that we need to accomplish this mission. Who's taste? Okay. Um, he sent, uh, ahead of time, he had sent um, a gift to us that we were to hand off to you if you guys had chose to take the job, and he pulls out a small um, rather elongated cigar box, props it open, and inside are three mithril daggers sized to your guys' characters that he hands to each of you. Oh. Oh, thank you. Yes, if you're part of the Adventurers Guild, that becomes an ongoing thing. <laughs> suppose I can use some cut up ingredients. <clears throat> um, yeah, past that, is there anything else you guys feel like you think you need? Are you ready to go? Do you need to take a few minutes? I don't care, God. I can't think of anything. I'm trying to give you plenty of opportunities here. <laughs> Excuse me, just one moment. I turn and walk away from the group and kind of like slide of hand roll here. It's a 19 slide of hand to uh, kind of drink one of my mutagens. So if you guys want to roll uh, perceptions to try to... 25. <laughs> you would be familiar with uh, what, what I am doing with my mutagens. Mm -hmm. We had previous encounters together. It's still not a thing that I'm proud of. So. Still, so. But I, I take one of my mutagens. So, uh, so does that kick in right away, or does it? Yes, and it stays until a long rest, or I drink. Or actually, it stays until a long rest. Okay, so your size doesn't change, does it? Nope, just the stats. <laughs> nice. So on a physical um, uh, appearance perspective, nothing has changed yet. Nothing's changed. Nothing has changed yet. 
yet. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, for flavor's sake, uh, upon drinking it, like all the veins in my body bulge and throb, like I just had like the biggest workout, but that lasts a few seconds and then it subsides, which is why I turned away from everything. Mm. Okay, gotcha. All good, professor. Yes, I'm. <clears throat> oh, yes, I'm, I'm quite all right. <laughs> Very good. So with that, he reaches down, grabs his helmet, props it on, picks up his shield, sheaths his uh, uh, long sword, and grabs a spear and says, well, follow me and let's go. He leads you out of the building, around to the back side of the camp, and into a, um, think, think like a, uh, like a, uh, a manhole cover where like a sewer would be at, except it's widened out and it has wooden blocks around it. Pulls a, uh, a hatch open and says, here we go. And you guys head down, you go into what would appear to be the most crude looking dug out tunnel. Kind of like a temporary sort of tunnel for mining. <clears throat> There's small little torches of um, arcane light that have been constantly resetting themselves and everything, lighting the way, and it's a 10-foot by 10-foot tunnel that you guys walk through, and it feels like you walk for hours. There's a small, cool mist of breeze that comes through every few seconds, so it doesn't feel scolding hot. I'm giving you oh. a chance to roleplay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just going to let you uh, narrate. You said we walked for hours. And I was like, did we arrive? I guess not. Um, yeah. Um, you said there are uh, torches like along the wall, so it's a lit space. It's a short little stick, and then it has like the light spell on okay. it. Okay. But it's consistently resetting itself to stay active at all times. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I think Mouse can have dark mm -hmm. but. Mm -hmm. but this way you don't have to rely on something being in shades of gray especially if it's 50 of them I couldn't help myself <laughs> every time I read dark vision or something about dark vision and I see shades of gray I'm just like I hated that series so much. I never bothered with it. I just saw the commercials and trailers. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. I was like nine when all those came out. It's <laughs> uh, like, no thanks. I, I admittedly wasn't a fan of Twilight to begin with. And I was definitely not going to read or watch something that was fan fiction of Twilight. <laughs> no, thank you. There was a single picture illustration from Twilight. And it was captioned how it should have ended because it was the the couple sitting on the stairs and Blade standing in the background. <laughs> I see Blade and the Winchesters. <laughs> I haven't seen the Winchesters one, but yeah. I liked all the memes when the movie came out. It's like Mr. Krabs will see you now. It's like, uh... <laughs> so we walk for hours. Right. You actually walk, end up walking for. Nine hours. <coughs> if you listen wow. closely while you're walking, you just hear Millie. It's Millie on all fours. Yes. Up. <laughs> yes. So, Mouse can, uh, if they're on all fours, they have a speed of 30 feet. If they're walking on uh, 
the hind legs. Old, they have a speed of 25. So, uh, <coughs> yeah, so she's scurrying along, you know, in between everybody's feet, trying not to get stepped on. Mm-hmm. Professor Heinrich is making great effort to slow down his gait. <laughs> he, he, is, he is forcing himself to stay in, in step with everyone else. It's, it's a great struggle. What's his speed? Like, what's his speed? Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the, the mutagen actually increases my movements. Nice. <laughs> so, how long does that mutagen last for? Until I take a walk of this. Uh huh, yeah. <laughs> and I can stack mutagens. Professor Heinrich, you look annoyed. <laughs> I am concentrating, and I've been concentrating for hours. What are you concentrating on? Walking. <laughs> Why? I know you only have two legs, but I didn't think walking was that difficult for you by those. Ambulating at a reduced speed requires great concentration on my part after I have taken certain preparations for missions. You know, I can't decide which one of you is more the man of mystery. You or you? Well, if you reserve your anger, you'll definitely appreciate it once we get up there. I have anger in reserves. (laughs) (laughs) <clears throat> you guys will just a little bit further and you see a ladder leading straight up dead ahead of you it says just you don't have to go all out trying to be quiet but just try not to draw an imminent amount of attention to yourselves when you go up the ladder you open up the hatch dead ahead of you you're going to see the compound I'd say about 200 yards away above the compound is some floating island thing that Seems to be resistant to any forms of flying, even standard flying. An Aerocroker couldn't get to that thing from here for some reason. But we believe there's a way to get to it from inside the compound. That's the point you have to get to to turn all the machines off. If you can destroy what's up up there, every single mechanical construct that's in existence in this area and part of this whole whatever this is, is going to shut off. We've we've figured that much out based on the drone that we grabbed. The creature that is powering it is somewhere in that compound. Revised plan. Speak in, kill the machine, then kill the bad guys. <laughs> Assuming you can get to it in that order, sure. Uh, 24 sleight of hand before climbing the ladder to take another mutagen. How many of those do you have? We're level 18. How many of those do you have? I, I have five. <laughs> okay. Um, something I did decide to grab. perception. <laughs> yes. He's just looking over like, how do I know? Well, it's a twice. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, before you go, come, 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 come. And Millie will hold out both of her hands and expect you both to grab one. Anton bends down and yeah. <laughs> is Anton a large creature? No, he's he's like six foot five. Like oh, he's, so he's, he's a really tight. Really he's really big yeah. for an elf. Yeah. I'm still only like a foot and two inches tall. I never tall, go with so. the tall. It's always I don't know. It's always put me off. Like people are like I'm a six foot five, you know, massive hulking man with long flowing hair. And it's like okay, Fabio. I... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Heinrich's 5A, by the way. Nice. 
since he's not a big dude. Anyways, Millie's gonna pass, uh, gonna cast Pass Without Trace. Oh. Before we exit. Stairs. Okay. Um, on the off chance that you guys need them, I've been wanting to do this for a while. I grabbed these pipe players that you can use to twist and bend to show area of effect or a cone Ooh. or how far a line is going to go. And just for flavor's sake, I grabbed the multicolor pack so that if you want to do like green for poison, red for fire, yellow for light, something like that. I was going to start using it for NPC sake so that everybody knows exactly what squares are getting hit. Um, now, here's the final question. You want to go at it alone or you want me to come with you? I'm prepared to come with if you want me to. As you were so astutely pointed out before, the reason why you've waited for our group to show up is to have smaller numbers. Adding another person to it defeats the entire purpose of the strategy. Right, but it wouldn't be very honorable of me to ask you to take on something that's my problem to deal with and not at least offer to deal, help deal with it. Once we contracted with the Avengers Guild, it became our problem. It is no longer your problem. Nothing to worry about. Well, it's still just as much my problem. I think what he's trying to say is you're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, she's actually quite astute. <laughs> it's only a problem if we fail. I've seen Anton's work. He doesn't fail. Thank you, Professor. Fair enough. It's always disconcerting when he speaks, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you this little miniature for when you really decide to hulk out. Because <laughs> you said your size doesn't change, right? <laughs> Not so unless I use one of those magic items you gave me. For <laughs> a second I thought this was like an actual like doctor with like a stethoscope and everything. <laughs> you could treat it as such. He's dressed to look like it. It just said noble. I showed him that and he went perfection. Right there. Like... <laughs> but like you, you saw my character sheet. Mm -hmm. That's my profile. Oh yeah. Like that's pretty dang close. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well. As the mouse said, you're not invited. Sorry. Well, I'm going to come up there with you to help hold any ground at this point while you guys proceed forward. That way you guys don't get pursued right off the bat. But after Great. that, you're going to fill the role of gravity. Excellent. I don't know what's up there right now. We've never ha had any forces come this close. That's why we dug the tunnel in secret. I can reverse gravity if you need. No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to go flying up into the sky. Um, half about Trace is a positive stone. Goo! And since I have uh, boots of elven kind, I don't have disadvantage. Okay. This is a straight roll. Nice. So he pulls off his backpack real quick. Uh, puts a spear on his back and pulls out a hand crossbow and loads it. Puts the backpack back on and goes, All right, after you guys. I rolled 27 for stealth. 30, 20. 36. 36. All right. You add, did you add the plus 10? Yeah. Oh. I have a plus 10 normally. <laughs> so. <laughs> the fielded area between where the hatch is at and where the compound is at is mostly desert with broken pieces of stone that used to be structures. Um, basically, this point is going to be a skill challenge to proceed forward. You don't see anything, but you also don't know if stuff is hidden. You don't know if stuff's buried under the sand. You don't know what it is, but dead ahead, 200 yards from where the hatch is at, you can see the opening of the compound, which is this bottom floor doorway right there. Hmm. Um, 
each of these walls, this compound is as tall as it appears to be. So, five, ten. What size was that? Fifteen, twenty feet. And then the top is covered over. I just have it exposed like that so you can actually see the board itself. Hmm. I will be actively investigating every everywhere as we go to look for traps and stuff. Okay. Investigating is in skill check investigating. Okay, how are you going to do that in conjunction with stealth checks? Move at half speed. Okay. Which for me currently is 25 feet per round. <laughs> okay. So we need five successful stealth checks from everybody. If at any point one of you fails, it's considered a group fail and that causes something else to happen. Um, in 5 you can't cast. If, you, if you're concentrating on one spell, you can't cast another spell that causes that. Correct. Correct. Okay. You can cast spells that <clears throat> do not require concentration. Yes, no, I know that. I was like, can I cast guidance right? And no, I cannot cast guidance for each of our subjects <laughs> because I'm concentrating on. Yeah, I, that, we're going to stick with a plus 10 to stealth. Good lord. Alright. Stealth checks. First round of stealth checks. Oh, yes, please. 31, 29. Yes, yes. 32. Yes. So you guys get moving forward and you're level 18. I'm either assuming that you're hiding behind dunes of sand or hiding behind buildings as you progress forward. So I just like scurry Millie just scurries forward and then just buries into the sand for a second. <laughs> I like it. So it's um, some I creature that treats the sand lowest like I can roll on stealth is a twenty. Good. Okay. So I you still have a chance to fail. Okay. okay. All right. I was kind of hoping I didn't have a chance to fail. You guys are level eighteen. I know how I need to evol that elevate stuff. <laughs> All right. Second round. Do I need to investigate? That was completely up to you if you wanted to do. I it. want to investigate. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So that is a twenty-nine to investigate for traps or passages. You're specifically looking for traps and passages, I'm, or anything in general? I'm looking for anything that needs to be seen that could cause us damage or issues, or... What did you roll? 29. Okay, you don't... Okay. Nothing stands out to you. Okay. okay. Stealth checks here. Yep. Oh, yes. That is what's up. I got 27. 27? 15. 35. That's a fail for you. Uh -huh. <laughs> you rolled a four. <laughs> okay, I was kind of hoping you guys didn't run into this, so now I gotta adjust things here real quick. Well, okay. You're the one who said the DC so high, because we're level 18. Well, so you guys are rolling 32s and 33s. <laughs> I gotta be stealthy so I can I can run in and steal the gold from people. This is so these are. Um, oh, is that a D two? It's a D two. Oh, that's so, cool. Shameless plug for Kraken dice. That's where um, it's the brand that the, both of these sets are. Aww. And so I like them because they come with an oversized D twenty, like with a mini D twenty. They come with two sets of normal D twenties, the full set of everything else, but they have four D sixes in the pack, and then they also include. I do too. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's a pretty nice set. Mm -hmm. I have several of the sets from Crack and Dice. I really like them. Like 15, 20 
These sets, I think, are the $16 set. That's not bad. Oh, wow. dice. Yeah. That's, that's not bad. They run specials all the time. Like, they're constantly running sales. Um, it's why I have so much of their dice, because they get an email that's like, flash sale, 60% off. Yes, get please. a free aluminum storage when you buy two sets. And I'm like, okay. Well, I'd be dumb not to. Right? But it's kind of fun, because if I'm rolling advantage or disadvantage, like, I can pick up the large one for rolling advantage, or I can pick up the mini one for rolling disadvantage. That's fun. I'm not going to remember half the stuff that I can do. Yeah, that's one of the issues with a level 18 start. Of like starting it instead of building up to it, yeah. yeah. It's a challenge, for sure. Oh, he saw it. You guys can see it. My father-in-law gave me this. It's a giant brick of pure amethyst. Wow. Polished and hyper dense. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's polished and smooth. Oh yeah. That is a paperweight. Well, yeah. Or it could be a, a you know, stand for a game. <laughs> Honestly, you can pick along along this side of the book. thing and just slide oh, like a bookend. Yeah, bookend. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Mm. You guys are down at this end here. I'm going to say you guys were right here trying to proceed forward. Any of these uh, structures that you're seeing, mm -hmm. treat as those stone building things I was telling you about. Mm. Okay. The so 15. Went from sneak, sneak, sneak to clank, 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 and up out of the sand. Oh. Comes this thing as it turns and looks straight at you. For the audience who can't see, this is just a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like the bugs from uh, Starship Troopers meets uh, Decepticon. Yeah. <laughs> well, I planned on taking pictures. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I almost played a Warforged Druid so that I could be a transformer. <laughs> Go all out beast wars here. Yeah, <laughs> right? like with the with the edge that as it turns into an animal, it turns into the best version of the animal that it's seen, but is still like slightly it's off because it's yeah. a construct. Yeah, huh? Just uncanny valley all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so these are first. This is my first time with you guys' characters. Yeah. Um, so we've got the professor. We have Antoine, and we have. Millie. Millie. It's Pam. Millie. Pam. <laughs> the order of Pam. <laughs> and the NPC here. All right. So we're just going to write down the order. Ma uh, AC and max hit points. 20, So I have a six total. All right. What'd you get? Six. Oh, joy. 
<laughs> Mr. Big I can go. I'm not going first. That's fine. Seven. Oh my god. <laughs> I rolled a five. <laughs> <laughs> So if it's not already obvious, the NPC is going first. <laughs> uh, Anton is second, uh, Professor is third, and Millie is fourth. So you're just going to laser beam us to death? I need dexterity saving throws. Well, that would be a yes. I have advantage on those. As Dugan is giving me that look of, don't you dare kill me. Oh, I am way making that. What'd you get? 29. Yep. 17? No. Um, I got an 18 advantage <laughs> against magic or to avoid traps or similar areas of effect. Do I get to roll for advantage on this one? No, this is not magic. Alright. I'm going to use Indomitable to re-roll. Hey! Bounces hey! out of the train. It's a 20. Alright, so nice. here's something I'm going to do for tonight and tonight only. Your natural 20 earns you an ins- uh, inspiration for a later roll. Nice. Alright. So you said you got 18. 18. So you did not make it. Oh, you guys got so lucky. That's two ones, two twos, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So for the two of you that made it, that's six points force damage. 13 points of force damage for you, and I need a strength saving throw. Yes. Said how many? 13? Yes. Do we, know, do we get to know what was going on? You know you got hit with a beam of force, but you didn't actually see anything except for slight waves of. Uh, Sort of like if you look through a fire and you can see how the visual changes from the heat. Microwaves? Jesus. <laughs> That's what I was trying to figure out. It's like if we all get hit at the same time, it would so, be scary. So in, three, so in three five, something like this would have been referred to as sonic damage. Right, right, right. But sonic damage doesn't exist. Force damage. So it's now yeah, force damage. But it's an area of effect, not a, not a targeted like ray. Right. Gotcha. That makes sense. Uh, Basically, ah. it was a... Uh, it was like a cone thing that shot out. Not a cone, I'm sorry. It shot out, landed here, and then and burst. What'd you get for your strength save? Uh, zero. Zero. Whoa! You get knocked back ten feet to right here. You just... You said I took 13 points of damage? Force damage, yep. Okay. And then you guys see the three claws just raise up slightly and... As if to dig in and grab hold of the ground. Um, Anton, what you doing? Um, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the squares are a little hard to see. Five thirty. I'm going to action action surge. Nice. Mm-hmm. Which means I can teleport thirty feet to an unoccupied space I can see, and then I can teleport before or after the additional action. So nice. Ooh. I'm gonna go right here. 
Knight and some cool stuff. And then I will use both of my actions to attack him. Okay. Um, so, first one. Oof. Does a 13 hit? No. Okay. Let me... Twenty-six hit. Yes. Does a seventeen hit? Yes. That's two for three. Uh, the lowest out of those two rolls was a twenty. That's a hit. So, and then I got one more. That'll be a twenty-one. Yep. So, I, so yeah. your misses make contact, but all you hear is just clang, clang, and then the other right. ones dig into those hits. Alright. Um. I borrowed 2d6 from you. To the map. No, 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 no. <laughs> Trust me, if I add to the map, it's not going to be flat ground. <laughs> That'd be uh, 52 damage. Woo! Yeah, and I, I didn't activate Ooh. my flame sword, so that's half of what it could have been. <laughs> um, is action surge a bonus action? It is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. And that would that'll be it for me. Okay. It is the professor's turn. Mouse, are you alright? I'm fine. Are you well? Take him out, Professor. And this. You are considered flanked. Uh, that is my normal movement speed. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, as I'm here, I'm going to hurl a vial of acid as one of my actions. Okay. Range spell attack. Okay. Is it a spell or is it an action? Well, it's a ranged attack. Just, right? yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's a 24 to hit. Yep. Alright, he's going to take 2d6 acid damage. Okay. Four points of acid damage. And I threw it in this general area. And I want to said run. four points. Yep. And I want to run over and attack the area that I threw the acid on with my cane. Because I am a smart person that would like to hit the weak spot. In theory. It's just normal attack roll. I <laughs> for flavor's sake, alright. It's a 24 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. damage on that is going to be a 15 points for that attack, and then I'm going to hit it with my dagger for my two more fighting stuff. Alright, and uh, 31 points to hit on that. 
for seven points of damage. Okay, so tell me the damages again. Okay, uh, Lord Master, that's, oh my gosh, uh, that is way too low. Um, 14 for the first one. Okay. And then 12 for the second one. So, 26. You damnable thing! Clink! Stab! Five. <laughs> Clink! Stab! Six. Alright. Saving my face. Right, I know. Alright. And then it's Millie's turn. seemingly somewhere in the the sand and just radiate the uh, creature. It brightly shines in light for a second and then the light sort of fades to a twinkle and it remains somewhat dimly lit until the end of my next turn. Which I will fire. get advantage on my next attack. And it's going to take 10, 12, 13, 14, uh, 17 points of radiant damage. 17 points you said? 17 points. Okay, making me do all sorts of math here. Damn, that's bright! Ugh. It's an advantage for everyone, though, isn't it, since it's twinkling? Um, 99! Isn't there a drink called that? Okay, so I hit the target takes 46 radiant damage. I rolled it at a higher spell level, which is why I got more. Um, and the next attack, oh, the next attack roll made against this target before the end of my next turn has advantage. Well, so, who's, that, who's up next? It's it's that, and then who goes? Who goes for? It's Professor, right? No. Okay. Yeah. No. It, it's the NPC's turn next. But well, I know, but like next person. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So you'll get okay. a, Yeah, you'll get advantage on your if you attack it. You'll get advantage. All right. Let's see. Um, Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. Alright, so <laughs> bonus action, I need wisdom saving throws from Anton and the Professor. Uh, is it to be charmed or frightened? No. Bollocks. Bollocks. That's not What'd you get? Three. Three. Oh, ten. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you both fail. All right, little roll of twelve. Let's go. Yeah. All right, yeah. so on a fail, you are no longer able to use reactions. Your speed is cut in half, and you can't make more than one attack on a turn. No. In addition, you can either take an action or a bonus action, but not both. This effect's going to last for one minute or until you make the saving throw, which you can repeat at the end of each of your turns. Hey, did I not give you fair warning when we no, talked true. yesterday? <laughs> what, what can't they do? We can only do an action or a bonus action, right? Right. They are exceedingly slowed. <laughs> As this wave of energy just bursts off of it and... 
and it, it's almost like in the D&D movie when the time stop spell gets cast and you see everybody start to slow way down but not stop. <clears throat> and then it is going to raise one claw up and attempt to hit the professor for a 19, which misses. That claw comes back down as it tried to swipe, and then it raises the other claw up, attempting to swipe at Anton. Yeah, that def... No, well... No, that, that still misses. So as the claw comes down, the professor just, like, nonchalantly steps to the side, and the claw comes, like, an inch away from his face. Just, he's bored. All right. Now, for visual sake... <clears throat> You heard the rumbling of what sounded like a turbine starting to turn, and then that burst gave off, right? You hear a click from somewhere inside the machine, and then that whirling sound starts to as you hear it recharging itself. You each are going to get... No, we're not, because you just took yeah. our reaction. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> you ass. <laughs> you didn't take my mind, did you? No. no. Can you take a reaction from a, from seventy feet away? Hang on, let me look at the spell. <laughs> <laughs> I do have spells that are reactions. I don't think I have any that I can take a, I can take from. Where's that? Yeah, that's. No, I don't think I can. All right. moves right up here and Millie sees this thing starting to progress towards it or towards her excuse me um Anton still annoyed that it's stopped 5, 10, 15 and then I will make a single attack at advantage <laughs> if you hold your action oh you're already at advantage how are you at yeah. advantage from my spell yeah ah Natural 20. <laughs> Booyah! Nice. Oh, you totally could have used your inspiration for your earlier wisdom saving throw. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh I'm not used to having inspiration. <laughs> 10, 19. Ken's like a wasp father with his inspiration. Very withholding. <laughs> it's 24 damage. Okay. And that means I, since it's the end of my turn, I get to... Make roll. another saving throw, yep. Uh, does a 17 free me? Yes, you're free. Hooray! As you feel like this actual source of energy shake off of you, like you removed armor from yourself or something, or shook sand off of you or whatever. No. Gross. It's a feeling, not necessarily a visual effect, but you just... <sighs> Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Professor, your turn. Well, if your movement is cut in half, uh, I have thirty feet of movement. I now, thought your max was fifty. Uh, it is sixty. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, I reloaded the feet, and at oh, yeah. higher levels, oh, at, it's, additional, nice. it's additional feet. Nice. So, so thirty my feet. Speed is 50, uh, sixty. Okay. So cut in half. It's thirty. I'm so, still a dick. I know. So her <laughs> advantage. Uh, so I'm gonna whack him with my cane. Just once. Yes. <laughs> One action. I know, you hate me right now. 
disgusting mechanical abomination. That's gonna be a 25 to hit. That will hit. That is 14 points of damage. Alright. Keep writing at an angle and it's messing me up here. You said 14? 14 points of damage. 4, 5, 6, 7, 3, okay. Alright, Millie, your turn. Uh, I think it moved within 60 feet of me, didn't it? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yes, it did. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't have to go after it. Billy, you're going to see your return. Fantastic, bro. Alright, Millie's Yeah, make your save real quick. Oh, yes, please. That is a 19. You make it. So just like him, you're able to shake off whatever the heck it was, and you physically feel it remove itself. Uh, you. Uh, you said a saving throw? Oh, it's in This is magic, correct? Yes. It's a 19. Somewhere over here on my uh, cutting board. Yes. Okay. All right. It's turn. With some saving throws. Martha freaking stupid. <laughs> oh, left hand cat's off the table, not looking, nice. actively reading my character sheet. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was cool. Let's go. So that's a 18. That makes it. Twelve. That does not make it. You're Run. under the effect again. I'm going to use my inspiration. Five. <laughs> I... So, as I said, you heard that turbine starting up again, and it whirled again. <clears throat> this time, the professor is able to maneuver in a way to avoid it as that energy surges off. But Anton is too slow, and... <sighs> Man, um, this real quick... <laughs> And that turbine starts up again. I am going to do a thing here. Is it a reaction? It is. Okay. Which I now have. Which is nice. Uh, Where'd it go? There's so many things. I know, I'm looking. Oh, never mind. It's a bonus action. My bust. Okay. <clears throat> and then once again, this time the back claw comes up in an attempt to hit Anton. For 18. 18 just hits. Mm-hmm. Points bludgeoning damage as it swings over and wham! 
then that claw goes back down. The top claw comes up and tries to swing at the professor. For 23 to hit. Dang. Yep, that hits. 18 points bludgeoning as it swings up and smacks you square across the face and then digs back down into the ground. And then you notice that the head is starting to adjust itself as if to try to aim at Millie. Um, it is the, it's Anton's turn. Huh. Um... Let's see what spells I have. I can't do that picture. It's going to try to take a picture from Millie's perspective, but it would have all of Dugan in it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just this big bearded guy going, uh, I can move. <laughs> no, you're good. is a free action. To actually use it, though, is well, something that's, different. That's all it takes, is activating it with a... That's why I'm taking a look at it real quick. Which ones did you take? They all work the exact same way, so the question is... They're spell scrolls, right? No. Or they're spells. It's, it, it's, it's a needle, and you simply say the activation word, like, flavor. Right, but you right. took the kind that are spell rot tattoos, correct? Yeah, yeah and okay. looking at the description... <clears throat> All it says is you hold the needle against your skin and speak the command word. We're going to treat those actions the same as what those spells specifically are. Mm, I don't like that. I'm going to cast Booming Blade, which is at will. And okay. it says you brandish the weapon used in the spell's casting, and you make a melee attack with one creature within five feet. Um, I'd advantage on this since we're... Uh-huh. Yeah. So that would be a 21 to hit. That will hit. Um, on a hit, the target suffers the weapon's attack normal effects. Uh, I know it takes thunder at, damage. At further up, but at higher levels, I get to add thunder damage to the initial attack, which, mm -hmm. is, I, which is what I'm going to do. So that's a 2d6 and a 3d8. So that's six. That's thirty-two damage. Thirty-two. Um, thirty-two damage, and if it moves five feet, it takes an additional forty-eight damage. Thirty-two. So Two hundred and sixty-nine. Okay, with that hit, you. Hear and slightly see the magic radiate through the creature. The smell of burning rubber starts to erade off of it. Um, the smell of burning steel starts to come off of it. And it kind of sounds like a slight rusted steel on steel as it's going. And you can tell it's not doing good at 
Um, then I roll to see if my... Yep. I'm free, and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Professor, your turn. Yes. Yeah. You go after the professor. You go after. Okay. Yeah, because your last round you tried that's to right, cast right. that spell with that's the same right. throw. Yes, I'm, I'm getting. <clears throat> continue uh, whacking it with cane and knife. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I was looking up uh, any and everything about the action economy of the spell rot tattoo and. All the forums on Stack Exchange and Reddit all say that there is no official casting time. And that's why I was using the spells themselves, because that's the only thing that's going to tell us some type of an action. That's Which it. is probably why you don't see anything, because... What's it take to use a scroll? Is that a, that's a, a standard action? action. In prior editions, though, I thought tattoos... So there's there's permanent tattoos and there's spell oh. tattoos which are imbued into oh, a pen and you speak an activation. Oh. Yeah. It's a one time use, just like a scroll. Single use. So Wouldn't that be more like spell storing though? It is similar. Because spell storing, the, the spell has already been cast, the energy is just stored in the ring or whatever, and then the command word releases the spell. True, but that's not written into the description for spell route tattoos. Well, I know, but I thought you said that there was no description on that. There economy. is no action economy okay. written into the description. In which case, I was making a oh, okay. I was making a case for right based it's on being a shorter yeah. action economy. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, I'm just gonna whack with the cane and the knife then. Oh, I am so thankful for advantage right now. Um, <laughs> Twenty-eight to hit. That hits the cane. Thirteen points of damage with the cane. With the dagger to hit. We're doing damage again. 12 points of damage with the dagger. Alright, give me your damages one more time. Uh, 14 and 12. Okay, so after you hit it with the dagger, that smell uh, gets a lot stronger. You hear the whirling and the sound, and that turbine sound that you were hearing from the wave. All of a sudden goes dexterity saving throws for the both of you. Well, 25. 25. You'll take half. You're going to take full. Uh. 5, 10, 13, 16 points of damage as that final hit with the dagger causes this thing to just completely explode. And shrapnel goes flying everywhere. But you killed it. <clears throat> I hate self-destruct. Millie starts running to catch up with you guys, like <laughs> weaving and bobbing around all of shrapnel that's now all over the, the desert. Guys! Guys, you did it! Great job! <laughs> so, now that this is all done... Um, let's see here. You guys are able to, whatever you choose to, um, we're not going to use the map for this 
the only time I'm going to use the map is if you guys end up running into another combat. Um, but you guys are able to find somewhere to hide again, mm -hmm. and back into your stealth checks. Alright, and we do still have... No, because that was a concentration spell. Um, as soon as I got hit, it... Oh! That's a big bummer. That's a big bummer. 21. 21. 14. Ooh. Good grief, another fail. <laughs> hey, we wanted to do a skill check instead of use our, like, abilities and, and spells. This is what happened. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going to make a slight change here. You guys did kill off the monster, so at that point, killing off the monster is going to be treated as a success. Um, so at this point, you guys come running along. Are you staying within like five feet of each other as you're sneaking? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. You come running around. The two of you are able to make it, and just as he catches up, takes a step, and you hear click. Oh, professor! What did you do? No pussy. No greed. So here's what we're going to do. This is kind of a little throw around, out of the way type of thing. Just because I want to speed it along a little bit. You and I are going to roll D100s. Straight D100s. Whoever gets the higher gets the success. And you're able to, for flavor's sake, describe how you avoid setting off this landmine you basically stepped on. Fifty-seven. I got a nine. So how do you avoid an explosion of a landmine? Right. Knowing, because all explosives are essentially alchemical reactions, <laughs> I go into my component pouch uh -huh. and lay it on the ground next to me, keeping pressure on the plate. And I dig around and I identify the exact chemical reactions that are about to go on. And I choose a counter reagent, something that will inert the chemical reaction is about to go off below my feet. And using some of my, my vials and my tubings, I pipe that in to the core of the explosive uh -huh. and render it completely inert. <laughs> okay. Plus I'm currently rocking at 21 health. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So that works. Alright. Insufferable number. Next one. Round of uh, stealth checks. Makes it. Four. No. Four. What'd you get there, buddy? Five. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a long day. <laughs> mm. Alright, so this time you guys come running along. You being as small and as light as you are. And you stop and you turn around to see where your friends are at, and you realize they've both gotten themselves stuck in sand pit as they sink down to their knees and aren't able to move their legs. I either need a strength or an acrobatics check, as you guys are essentially grappled right now. So, athletics or acrobatics, or just a straight strength? Because one I get to add my proficiency to, and the other I do not. Which one do you get to add your proficiency to? Strength saving. Or, a, uh, or, I'm sorry, athletics check. Okay, yeah, you get the choice of athletics or acrobatics, because that's how grappling works. 29. 29? Okay, so I'm... The lowest I can get is a 19. You still have a chance to fail this. Okay. Wait, wait, uh -huh. before you try. Um, <laughs> do you want an extra D4? No. Okay. 
I'm gonna laugh if you fail this. I uh, know I rolled a 17 and an 18, so like a 39. There you go. Yeah. You guys sink down and you're just at this point. I'm assuming you guys are just getting really frustrated and irritated trying to get to the compound. You just as you yank your legs out and roll across the sand. Antoine, we need something to be able to hit. I agree. At this point, you guys have gotten yourselves close enough to the compound that you only need one more stealth check to get to the door. Um, but you can start to see how this compound is definitely machine-made. And you can see that structure up there above it. Easily eight, 900 yards above floating as it's just... Gen- <sighs> X-Men Apocalypse... Magneto, when he created that force of magnetism that you just couldn't penetrate, that for a visual aid. There you go. And you can tell, yeah, we're, we're not breaking through that thing. So, yeah. Last stealth check to get to the door of the compound. Nine. Oh my god, 31. Nine. <laughs> 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 if you guys, if our listeners could see your face right now. <laughs> All right. I so, found a better Reddit thread that actually does confirm it takes an action to use the spell rod tattoo. Just a standard action? Otherwise, it'd be pretty broken. Since you can store up to a fifth level spell and then activating its reaction seems a little so even if it's a bonus action spell, you have to use an action. Yes. Oh. Well, I think it, well, if I use a command word, and at least in 3.5, I think command word was a standard action spell. Hmm. Because you also have to hold it to your skin, say the yeah. command word, and then it has to activate on your body. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. I'm okay with it. I have to be here. So you made it to the door. You're dead. You're fine. The two of you... Come running towards the door finally. I forgot to keep making intelligence checks for investigation. Yes, you did. <laughs> you that's when you realize this building has automated defenses built into it. Five, ten, holy crap, 18, 19, 20, 20. 22 points as these little individual uh, needle-sized darts just start shooting out and hitting you guys. So it's all standard piercing damage as you come running up to the door and you have like all these little paper cuts across you now. Is there a deck save for that or no? Your stealth check fail was your deck save. Oh. So I, I don't get hit with You didn't not. get hit with any of it. They're, they're not engaged to shoot like at ankle level. <laughs> <laughs> that, and something that's comparably that big versus something that's that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the easy targets is going to be what it takes. Yeah. Four pounds of sand blowing in from a nice windstorm. <laughs> Would be a safe place to short rest. That is completely up to you. So far, it's only been a problem if we're moving. I think maybe staying put for a minute might help. 
Mouse, what's your interpretation of a situation? Well, I feel fine, but if you guys think you need a nap, I'm okay with that. I'm sure you'll not be resting well. Alright, Antoine, let's catch our breath, refocus, assess our situation. Agreed. Retcon, Anton. Anton. <laughs> it's an Anton. Right? Something with an A. <clears throat> Alright, so you guys are able to get just inside the door here. It is 15 feet wide, it is 10 feet tall. I'm going to turn this at an angle this way, just because that way you guys can all see it. If you have to stand up to look, go ahead. This is where it gets very in-depth. Um, so this is where it comes down to a choice for you guys. If you want to explore all the rooms, or if you want to just try to make a straight shot to deal with the creature, that's completely up to you. Jeff character, we actually want to finish yeah. <laughs> the game tonight, but we want to right. yep. uh, pass I, over some of the exploration. I craft two of my mutagens during my short rest, which is what I'm allowed to craft, and I've already consumed okay. two. I'm going to craft oh, yeah. additional okay. two, okay. Okay. different two. If you want to use up to half your max hit die, nine, whatever, go right ahead because it's. Let me use my barbarian. No, I have a bunch of blood hunter. Like, let's let's go with that. Also going to take out the the chest from the bag of holding. Mm -hmm. I'll ask Millie to open it since I can't. Right? No, right. it's imprinted for all three. Oh, of you guys. okay. So any of you can touch it. Of... Yeah. No. And all then... three of you can touch it, and it unlocks. It's just nobody else can unlock it. That's okay. how the magic works. And uh, I'll hand two greater healing potions to you. Can you carry two greater healing potions? About a pound. Only because so. of the thick ones. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'd like that capacity. You can <coughs> hand me two greater healing potions? Yeah. I think that's what it said. I could be wrong about that, but I doubt it. Thank you, Anton. Course. Oh, it doesn't say. Okay. And I. Lock okay. it. Put it back. <coughs> That's why I'm just over here mixing stuff. Okay, before we go and fight, I just want to establish a last ditch effort Kamikaze plan. If things go sideways and we just need to blow the whole damn place to the sky, I have a portable hole in my pocket. And we have a bag of holding. So just saying. This is an unexpected turn. I didn't anticipate this level of devotion to chaos from you. I have a bag of beans. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> you have any way to get away? I can't disappear into the astral plane if anything. Uh, what? I can't take 
went with me, though. I'm sorry. Well, I guess in the chaos, Anton and I might be able to force our way out. If need be. I, I can teleport sometimes. So. Oh, I also can plane shift us, so. Oh, that works. Well. Plan, <laughs> plan B, C, and D. You are surprisingly little creature. Alright, so given the level of the NPCs in these areas versus you guys, we're gonna treat I'm gonna pull a small page out of fourth edition. This is gonna be a speedrun combat. Essentially. Get to the BPG. Essentially you guys get the choice of any sort of movement related skill, or if you want to use abilities, or if you want to use spells or whatever. As long as you pass a certain DC, you're able to maneuver forward as if you are hitting things to get them out of the way. Nice. If you roll below that, then it's an actual attack against you, and then you get the chance to attack against it. So you're just going to roll a... Well, let me reword this. Whatever your attacks are, we're going to stick with this... Uh, well, you're going to go into a initiative roll. And then it's just a quick roll the d20 for an attack or cast a spell or whatever. Mm -hmm. If you hit, you kill it. Nice. And you okay. just move forward. Gotcha. Whether that's Agonizar's Scorcher hit with a great sword, punch 50,000 freaking times. <laughs> so far, I'm just hitting things with my cane and my dagger. <laughs> um, I'm a gentleman. The only two ways so, out that no. we stop is if you miss, then as a reaction, almost as if you're moving out of an attacked... Um, words are hard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> moving out of a threatened square, right. they get an attack of opportunity on you. Mm -hmm. um, at which point you still have to try to kill the machine or whatever. Gotcha. The things that you guys are coming across are the equivalent to like mono drones and duo drones. Mm. Whether it's on a, a set of like tank style tracks. wheels, tracks sort of things with a single arm, or if it's like a spider-like creature from like Skyrim's Dwarven. spiders. Yep. Um, you might run into something that looks like a centurion. These things can come off the floor, off the walls, from the ceiling, whatever the case may be. So but, no support efforts. It's purely attacking. If you want to do something support, that's completely up to you on your turn. Oh, okay. But you made it sound it, like you, I needed to roll an attack or something. Well, no, you don't have to if you want to oh, do okay. something else. But if you want to try to kill something, that's the... If it's you a pass-fail system. Right. Kills. I see, I see. Okay. That way it's not 45 minutes later, okay, we're in the round four. <laughs> I yeah. see, okay. Um, so give me uh, initiative rolls right off the bat. I'm not including an NPC in this. It's just a question of who goes first, second, third. That is not bad. What'd you get? 19. 19. 11. 11. 22 at disadvantage. 22. Wow. All right, so it's going to go the Professor, Millie, Anton. I just need to know what you're going to do and then what you got afterwards. So uh, my focus is going to be on making sure we don't trigger any more traps. I'm going to constantly be doing investigation checks while running forward. So even at half speed, which I'm assuming I would have to move at half speed in order to make those investigations, mm -hmm. I'm moving 30 feet, so I'm keeping pace with everyone and setting, setting the front line of it as I go. Are you going to remember to make those checks this time? It's, it's like what I'm focusing on until somebody tries to attack me. Okay. 
and I will be in the front with my flame tongue great sword, swinging away right. uh, as long as there are enemies. So right off the bat, moving into that big room, mm -hmm. you're not going to see anything right away. You do see machines, but you see, um, think like assembly line, mm -hmm. where you see the start of something little, and then a machine moves over, grabs something, installs something else on it, and it slowly builds this thing. What? Oh, okay. And it's going into the room, goes around a belt, goes back out of the room, um, and then just kind of moves its way around as you're following these something or other being built. You can't tell what it is yet. So, as I'm going forward, Yeah, definitely tell me what your movement is. 30. Uh, investigation check was at 20. You're 20? Okay. You don't see anything that would be considered threatening at the moment. I'm just observing all the construction stuff. Alright. Um, get ahead of you from where you are standing, Anton, you do see a stairway back in this hallway that seems to lead up to another level. Okay. And then Millie. Uh, yeah, I'll keep up with the party. So 30 feet forward. So anything in particular you're doing or just keeping pace with them? Uh, I think we're just keeping pace with them. Uh, make sure we don't get lost. Uh, I guess we can roll into perception as I walk. Same thing I described to him. You don't see anything going out of its way to try to focus on you. Okay. Next round, Professor? Uh, 29 investigation checks. I continue to move. Investigation? Yeah. You get up to that door, give me a perception check. Ooh, that's going to be a 21. Alright. So you get up to the door, you stop and look, and you see the faintest beam of light coming down from the threshold of the doorway from top to bottom and then you see three more coming side to side there is a single space that looks like she could fit into but not you two Millicent dear yes come here mouse there's a space <laughs> that we need you to crawl through there's no way for me or Anton to get through it without being there well, let's just say it will be quite illuminating if I try to walk through this doorway. <laughs> it's a yes, terrible I... door, but that's essentially what you're seeing. So a single beam that's coming down. God, that's a horrible drawing on my part. It looks like uh, Leonidas's uh, breastplate. It does. <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I mean, right? Yeah. yeah okay. It's a grid of lasers. Um, where am I? Um... So down near the floor, you see a rectangular space where these now visible laser points are, mm -hmm. are intersecting Ooh, at. It's just big enough oh, yeah. for you to be able to carefully crawl through without any major issues. Okay. You can either roll an acrobatics check, or if you're capable of it, take a 10 and be okay. Oh. I thought the space was clear of the lasers. It's not. Well, no, it, it is, but it's one of those you still run a slight risk of accidentally passing through the laser trying to get through the grid. I'm not sure that you want me to do that. I might set these off. Uh, 
Uh, can I roll an arcana check to see if I can figure out a way to Absolutely. I've advantage for those. Can I see... That's a 26 arcana. Can I see where the lasers are coming out of? There, so like, the doorway, mm-hmm. the frame between mm-hmm. the doors is where these beams are coming out of. So from both sides? Yes. Okay. 26 arcana. 26 arcana. Um... <sighs> Well, the first thing you can tell is they aren't magical. They are designed and created via mechanics. Once again, the base of sciences created something that I absolutely hate. See, this trap is mechanical, it's not magical. If push comes to shove, you would also know that one way or another, you got to go through it. You can tell that the kind of laser isn't necessarily a laser that's going to cause damage, but more or less set off a trigger of some sort to create something else to happen. Okay, so the lasers are in the door in front of us. Right. Just the door? Yes. And how, how tall is the door? Ten feet. And how wide is the door frame? Five foot. That's why I put the grids the way I did, so that way I don't have to sit there and try to figure it out. I can just look at it and go, yeah, yeah. And what is the, what are the walls made out of currently? Steel and iron. Just like as if you walked into an actual steel factory. I'm all for it. As I'm reading this spell. Um, okay, so I have the spell Wall of Stone. Okay. Um, and I can create panels that are 10 foot by 20 foot that are 3 inches thick. Okay. Um, I don't know if the... Uh, I don't know if the beams will pass through stone, but I will create two panels around the door frame. As if to block the lasers? Correct. Okay. And so Millie will, uh, will cast the spell, um, takes her in action. Um, she has to concentrate on it, so. And you said it was stone? Yeah, wall of stone. Okay. Just for my own curiosity, what kind of stone? I don't know. Stone Stone, from stone. I'm, I'm the hard type of stone. I'm, I'm picturing oh. something like Steve this. Austin. Granite. <laughs> Granite? Granite. They take the shape of a three, a one, and a six. Stone Cold Steve Austin, the off chance that you're listening to this, we absolutely <laughs> love and adore you. Austin 316 for life. <laughs> uh, okay. Just for my own curiosity here. Hey Siri, can granite be polished to a reflective surface? Well, yeah, because granite countertops. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to say that that's a reflective surface causing the laser beam to reflect back and therefore does not set anything off as you are able to obscure at least three laser points. So, of the... Two, three. I know you said you hit this point here, right? Sorry, I'm not understanding your your diagram. Right. You're let me, saying. Let me open up the door here. Yeah. Just show you. 
Right. So you have a single beam right here okay. coming straight down to the floor. Okay. Then you have a beam coming here, okay. here, and here. Okay. So when he saw a space, it was like either here or here at the bottom that looked like you could get through. Mm -hmm. But for a single medium-sized human like me, sure. you can't just walk through without something happening. Yeah. Does that make more sense? Right. So I put a stone panel here, a stone panel here, and a stone panel here. Oh, that's right. You said 10 by 20, right? Yeah. So you cover all of them. Okay. That was the plan. All right. So that would be that would be enough to prevent the lasers from setting anything off since a granite surface can be reflective. And you guys are able to pass through the door. Take an inspiration because I really like the creativity behind that. What kind of phone do you have? Uh, it's a Samsung S. Maybe? It looks a lot like you guys are able to get through the door, do you go around either side here or just go straight up the stairway? Uh, it's re-roll a d20. Oh, it's re-roll a d20? Yep, four. Uh, Anything you would go with think we'd be going to the stairs. Yeah, for sure. Go up. Alright. So you guys make your way up to the second level of stairs, you come into this hallway with a series of rooms. Some of the rooms have the echoing sound of mechanics, anything from power drill to uh, jackhammer to somebody sounding like someone or something is blacksmithing type of stuff. You can hear um, the sounds of what would essentially be an arc welder. If you can picture it being something used in a steel working factory, you probably hear it somewhere in here. And on the far side of the room, at the other end of the hallway, once again, you see another set of stairs going straight up. 26 investigation as I move forward through the hallway. Okay. Um, right off the bat, you can tell that there are drones, actual construct drones, in each of the rooms. And the smartest way to get past them is probably with stealth. Wait, come back! Yes, they are drones. Hold in my hands! Uh. <laughs> he makes both of you lean down to touch her. <laughs> and I'll cast Pass Electric again. Right. What does that do? Plus uh, it's plus 10 to stealth. Ooh. In addition, well, I think I think that's the main thing. Let me, let me double check. Um... A veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you into continuous protection. Um, yeah, plus ten bonus to stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. Cool. Uh, we also leave no tracks or other traces of our passage, so no footprints, no smells. Um, basically so as long as you don't roll poorly on a stealth, it's as if you were never there. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to then stealth down the hall. Alright, so stealth check. Nice. Yeah. 27. 27. Okay, quick question here. Um, you said you were going at half speed to investigate. Yeah. Your movement speed is 30, mm -hmm. and on all fours, yours is 30, right? right? So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So we need at least two stealth checks to get to that point here. And then one more to get to the stairs and up to the third level. Okay. You also hear a whirling 
very loud whirling sound to the point where you can tell as you get closer to the stairway, it's going to get exceedingly loud, almost as if you feel like you would all you would need earplugs, but not quite. You rolled a twenty-seven. You're good. Thirteen. Even with the plus ten? Yeah, I rolled a two. Oh. Man, I so wouldn't that be a twelve? I have a plus one. Ah, uh, okay. Would I you? rolled a twenty-one. So you two are fine, and then full plate armor here, clank, 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 clank. As you hear mechanical movement, and um, uh, two drones stick their heads out, and uh, and an alarm sets off. <laughs> work. I did avoid the alarm. Here's what you do notice. They come to shrugs. <laughs> Nobody's coming out of rooms as you just hear this alarm sound. I take the opportunity to turn on my flame tongue great sword. <laughs> okay. They're, their fault for waiting. <laughs> so at this point, stealth checks are not a necessity. Do you just bolt for the stairway then? I do. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's like, I'm out of here. No use being quiet now. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.